Guys, if you're watching this on youtube.com slash boldly, you might be a little confused because we are not in our normal room. We are in a room across from our normal room. Just spicing things up, switching things up. I got to Wait, why are we doing that, Kels? Well, listen. I didn't feel like recording the podcast yesterday. Why, Kels? I was a little tired. Why, Kels? He, here's the thing. I wasn't hungover because of the oh, Super Bowl. Oh, I was. If that's what you're insinuating. I 100% was. I woke really? up every hour. Sunday night, I woke up every hour to go to the bathroom. And then finally, at 5.30 in the morning, I finally had that beer poop. Oh. Everybody, I mean. Sweet, it, sweet beer poops. Honest to God, it felt like just, it was beautiful. It was like I just shit out every piece of poison that's ever been inside of me. <laughs> um, I played seven rounds of beer pong. <laughs> My body is just like viscerally reacting yeah. to the thought of it. Who were you rooting for? Uh, gonna be honest, green's my favorite color. And I know you're from Philly. I'm not so from Philly. I 100% was rooting for my girl Kate's hometown. Jesus Philadelphia, Christ. I'm Pennsylvania. I'm not from Philadelphia. Let's go, birds. I'm from... Caca! I'm not That's from there. That's what they do, right? I feel like it is... <laughs> there, it, it takes a certain amount of strength and know-how when you wear a certain badge of honor if you made it through Philadelphia, and I didn't. Listen. I went to college there. It is not the same. Uh, it's like when someone from Minnesota goes to NYU, and they're like, I am part of the city now. And it's like, I'm not. I don't get that reference. But you know why I do like The Eagles is my favorite? Because hmm. Silver Linings Playbook is my favorite movie. Did you see Bradley Coop? Fucking did. Young Coop was at the show. We should watch that. I love that movie. I literally watched it like two weeks ago on the plane. If you guys haven't seen Silver Linings Playbook, my no. old teacher was in it. She what? plays. Uh, she plays uh, Jennifer Lawrence's mom, Cheryl. Oh, she's, my, she's in the she's, she's in the window when they walk the past. Mm-hmm. I also wanted the Eagles to win a because I do love Philadelphia, even though it's not mm-hmm. my hometown. It is, and oh my god. And then um, also, fuck the Patriots. Dude. Yeah, I don't even know much about the I whole just know history. That, but... I know that what's his face is the big Trump dude. Oh, I yeah. fucking forgot a hair tie. Oh, Dang shit. Balls. I wish I had one for you. Anyways, point is, is that did you know 14 million people call out of work the day after the Super Bowl? I heard I heard about that. Super or Sick Bowl Monday. What do they call it? Super, Super sick, sick Monday? Bo- yeah, something like that. And I didn't call a sick out of work. I still worked. I just didn't want to do the podcast. <laughs> I didn't have any energy. I was like, yeah. And we, I mean, we learned last. We cut. You guys don't even know. Ooh, we cut. We cut like forty minutes last week because we were just dragging <laughs> our feet in but the sand. The pocket. We actually grew. We actually grew a lot of listeners from last week's episode. Mm. I think it was a really good one with Grace. It was yeah. Really luckily, we cut out all the dead air. Yeah. Speaking of um, not coming to work yesterday, well, I did. I have to show you something. Um, this is a full-blown surprise. This is a full-blown surprise, and I'm going to have to cut some of it because my titties are going to show. You got a tattoo. What if I did? I wanted to get one on the Super Bowl night. Nyla and I got really drunk, and I was like, let's get tattoos right now. That <laughs> is a terrible idea. Young listeners, do not go get tattoos when you're drunk because then they'll end up it's looking like It's just a this. body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't see it if you're only listening, right, but it. I have a smeared tattoo. Let's see your Okay, t- it's not a tattoo. Oh. Okay. You got your nipples pierced? No, I wish. You got... Just wait. You're okay, never okay, going to okay. guess what this is. Okay, close your eyes. Brave Look. hand on your back. The fuck is that? <laughs> oh, an allergy test. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's that what I went and did yesterday. And so there's what? Like, I think 32. Her back looks like an old-fashioned keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> like a light switch panel. Yeah, so I literally am 
everything on my body is on fire right now. Like, my chin is itching, my chest is red, my back is red. Like, I don't know if I'm allergic to anything they actually tested on me or if it's the tape. Oh. I think I might be allergic to the adhesive. But it's for a video here where they're testing all, uh, they're testing all my makeup products. Mm. Plus, like, 40 different allergens that are found in, like, most makeup. But I'm I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to all of them. So that's why I feel kind of not great. Everything itches and my back feels like there's a thousand fire ants on them. You handle pain so well. <laughs> you handle discomfort in a way. If I stub my toe, everyone knows about it later that day. I See, but I feel like, especially with someone with chronic pain, like I feel like I talk about it all the time or that I complain about it all the time. I feel like it's the only thought going through my brain always. Mm, no. Oh. Good to know. I mean, maybe that's how you feel, but that's not... I don't feel that you talk about it like that. Oh, that's good to know because yeah. it, it feels like the only thing on my mind always. So sorry if I keep scratching my... Itching my titties. Um, also, you did not come hang out with me and my mom this weekend. My yeah. mom was in town. You didn't come hang. I FaceTimed you guys. That was nice of me. I, here's... <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of me. We FaceTime all the time. I know, I know, I know. Here's the thing. Um, okay. Had a bit of a breakthrough uh-huh. <laughs> therapy, as Oprah would call it, an aha moment. Mm. And <laughs> why are you screaming at our listeners? So I was in therapy and I was like, why don't I do any of this shit? I, I want to do this stuff I want to do and I want to clean this and I want to hang up this and I want to redo that. And she was like, that all sounds like work. And I was like, oh, yeah, you I mean, what? yeah. And then she was like, what do you do just strictly for fun? I don't know. And guess okay. what? Not a goddamn thing. I don't have a thing that I do just for fun. So on Saturday, I was already hung over from Friday. Ah. So after therapy, I just went home and had to go to sleep. Because oh. then Saturday night I was going out again. It was a bender of a weekend. Let me yeah, tell you. but you know. Th- oh, I, I had a blast. Yeah, I think those need to happen. Like it was our, our friend slash alumni BuzzFeeders. The young Chris Chris, Ronica. Chris Reinecker's 30th birthday. He had uh, tacos and micheladas. It was great. Everyone was really drunk. I half smoked a cigarette and then realized I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. We split it. <laughs> oh yeah, see, yeah, true friend. Um, and then someone the, was an asshole to me, but I don't know if I was drunk and I made them an asshole to me or if they were just you an looked asshole fucking to me. hot too. Well, you were killing you. the outfit game. This guy was like, I guess he saw me at a show before, and when I entered, like. He was like, oh, I saw you at this show before. I was like, oh, damn it. I bombed it. Like, I was doing stand-up, and I fully bombed. And I was like, I bombed. And I'm pretty sure he said, yeah, and that was my first impression of you. And then I was like, what the fuck? Someone give me a microphone right now. Fuck this guy. Like, I just got real mad at I him. didn't see it at all. What I saw was you flirting up a storm, just bopping around groups of people. I was trying, and I mean, I was, like, throwing out the lines, and nobody was biting. Well, you were also really drunk, and I feel like, Guys are like, I could pursue this and then I'd end up looking like a, a creep. Yeah. I had so much fun. <laughs> you know what I did? You know what I learned what? how to do? What or, or a thing I learned? Mm. Great thing? Tell me. Ready to hear it? You ready? Are you ready to hear I'm, it? Tell me! Okay. I lost my train of thought, so oh. I was buying myself more time. <laughs> it's okay. I was farting the entire time, so I'm going to cut all of that out. It is bad. Wait, is it? I destroyed your bathroom. I like the smells of farts. <laughs> Last week, I went over to Kelsey's, oh and I farted. I, I had to poop, but I was, it wasn't coming out, and I farted in it. Oh, my God. It, it was. Lingered. It actually was, like, a thick... It was, like, three hours that it was still there. <laughs> and I walked back into the bathroom, and it was still there. I leave a mark, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Make your mark on history. Her story. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> Bye, last remaining male listener. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so. What's the thing you learned how to do? When we got food after we were drinking, we were like, let's go get, like, fr- you know, shitty food, right? So I got food, and then guess what I goddamn did? What? I ordered breakfast for the next morning. Why? To go. So I had that. So I had my food, and then I had a nice, in retrospect, or if you're going to order a bagel sandwich, order it deconstructed so that it's not soggy when you get it. But one lesson, one quick little painless lesson learned. I'm not going to lie to you. I got a shit so bad. Do we have to pause? Can we pause just so oh I can? Oh, my God. Should I, I go myself, now? Well, I feel myself getting there. We could wait and then just poop. Unless I it'll poop. make you. Okay. Okay. Let's just pause. <laughs> pause. Kelsey doesn't know this, but I just started recording again because she's a laser pooper and she will be back in the time that would take a normal human being to pee. She'll cut this, but I did also fart while she was gone. Here she comes. I turned it all back on and I said, I told them how you were a laser pooper. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you what it is right now. It's that blue apron. Oh, right. One of our lovely sponsors. I'm so thankful that they sponsor us because I got the fucking, this is not an ad. It may be later. I don't know. But I just wanted to say that I got the, I made the best fucking meal last night. It was steak with mashed potatoes and carrots. Very simple, but it was so fucking good. Mm. Had this soy ketchup glaze, but boy, did it make me poop just now. Because that's fresh food, baby. Mm. Remember I said, Kelsey's mom once took us out to a really nice restaurant. We had a lot of cheese Ooh. and a lot of fresh food. Everything was like fresh fresh and like pure food. Mm. And my body, my craft Singles slash <laughs> like knockoff Lunchables body is like... <laughs> Lunchables body. T minus four hours. I woke up like I'm telling you. I was laying down and I shot up as though like oh, I was like gone. Oh, I ran no. to the bathroom and I mean for like maybe a solid hour it was just again rockets out of my out of my butt. My least favorite kind of poop is the kind that is like uh, rabbit pellets, which is like. <laughs> I never rabbit pellet, but sometimes it's it's looser than it should be. Gross. Um, also, we should start saying nuts again. Ah, Instead nuts. of bu- n- on nuts, like ah nuts, and then also oh my nuts, because oh, Peter's getting neutered. Oh, wait, big news, big news! <laughs> like the press, hear you, hear you. We got a man, Mazel. What happened? Peter is getting neutered right now. <laughs> yeah, take them balls, baby. But see, that's what I was saying. Is that I, I said like, yeah, he's getting his nuts cut off, and I. <laughs> of cat nuts is so weird. Nuts is hilarious. Um, I'm 99.9% sure that Peter is going to be a different cat after these balls come off. Because that, that fucker so was sad. just... He is hyper. He's a kitten. He's a f- teenage boy. He's a, a sweet baby kitten who needs a lot of love and affection. And we He's a maniac. <laughs> He's a fucking maniac. He's perfect. Now that his cat nuts are gone. Uh, when Leo got his cat nuts chopped off, he diarrhea everywhere. And then he kept running into everything with his cone. It was really sad, but oh, really no. messy. Yeah, it's okay. Well, it's not that I'm going to have diarrhea all over my house. Yeah, now. you're going to have to watch out for that, but... Well, I'm taking tomorrow and Wednesday off. None of this what? is interesting. Yeah. Why? Because... Or Wednesday and Thursday. Because A... That's tomorrow. I'm taking pleasurable time for myself. What are you going to do? Are you going to masturbate? I might masturbate, but you know what else I'm going to do? I'm mm. going to go ride a bike in Venice. I know yes, you do it all the time. All the time. It's very cleansing. Yeah, it's really... Ne- I like... That and then I might read. Ooh, 
You have a lot of vacation days? I have so many vacation days. Really? Mm-hmm. Shit. I, I only know. go home, like, and I don't ever go on vacation, so I only go home, like, twice a year. See, I do this thing <clears> when <throat> I when I take off, mm-hmm. then I feel guilty for not being at work. That's how I normally feel, but I'm trying to not do that. That's what I, like, when I told you I was depressed, I jokingly walked in and was like, I'm depressed, but I think I am, because right now it's like, I'm in a very lazy, sleeping, don't want to do anything, like, after I record this, I want to go home and edit from home. Yeah. Is, but is it okay? Like, I, I come from a family that's like, if you're not dying every day, pushing yourself and, and hustling to the limit, you're wrong and you're a piece of trash and you don't deserve anything you've gotten. Boy, that is, I empathize with that so much. I do also think, though, that it's kind of like, you know, in the airplane when they're like, if the things fall down uh, and you have to put the mask on, mm. put your mask on first before helping others. Mm. If you're not taking care of you, you're not going to be able to do the work you want to do, right? Because mm. the work really is second to you. I guess it feels like it, do- it doesn't, I don't deserve an oxygen mask. Like, what do I have to be tired and depressed about right now? It's not because of any certain thing. It's just a chemical imbalance. I'm also not in therapy right now. You're not now. in therapy. And you're, yeah. You're on Prozac and in therapy and you're thriving. I am not thriving. <laughs> <laughs> I am on my way. Like, I smell like kitten litter. Dude, I told you. Like, your cat, you and your cat become one at some yeah. point. You guys just morph into each other. But I think that it's uh, it's that idea of, like, feeling like you don't deserve something or being yeah. like, oh, I have to earn this or whatever. Like, that's I, – I hate when people say stuff. Like, it's it hits home the most for me with when people say stuff about food. Mm. And they're like – they'll like eat something and then they'll be like, oh, we got to go walk this off. And it's like, can't you just have a fucking burger and shut up about it? Oof. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know it's hard. It's really hard. And I think that also, I think it's just really, it, it's rough to say, yeah, no, I am. I'm worthy of just taking a day for myself. And that's what, like, I guess I keep seeing this quote on Instagram about, like, self-care. That's like, self-care isn't always, like, lush bath bombs and face masks and painting your own nails. It's like cutting a toxic friend out of your life. It's skipping work when you need it. It's, and I guess there are levels of self-care because I feel like I do a good job of pampering myself, like... I'm trying to always have like my hair did, my makeups did, my mm-hmm. you know my, my aesthetic. You. Yeah, it's it feels like it's for everyone else. Yeah, and or what I, for for like the way they see you. Yeah. yeah, and then I don't know, like I just I don't know, like I feel so shitty that I want to go home and like just be in bed because I know if I'm at home and in bed, I'm just gonna want to be at work doing something, and I don't want to look back on this time in my life, especially when I have such an incredible opportunity like working here and like friends like you guys and like creative expression and energy that I'm wasting it being depressed you sound exactly like how I sounded when I was when I said I said all of this stuff in in therapy before and it's one of the most like disheartening feelings so I remember like walking in the bathroom here well at like the other office and walking in the bathroom just being like I could just stop existing right now and it Oof. would be fine like I could just it would it Oof. would be a relief at Oof. that point yeah it's hard and then and so you think like that you just don't, I don't know. Let me let me get my thoughts together because I wanted there was something that you no, said and I just I don't yeah. I feel bad creating dead air. But what was the thing? Oh, okay, <clears throat> something that like kind of helped me. It took a very long time for it to help me, but something that kind of helped was when my therapist was like, "So there's like you say should a lot, right?" Yeah. And I do this truly all the time. Oof. Like, I'll be, whether it comes down to ordering something on a menu or, like, what I should do that day, should, (laughs) or what I want to do that day. So, like, I'll wake up and be like, well, I should go on a walk because if I don't go on a walk or a run or something, then I'm a lazy asshole, Mm. right? Or you could just listen to your body and trust yourself and know that you're a human being like everyone else on this planet. 
and you could just be like, what do I want? What does my body want? If that means you want to stay in bed and watch rom-coms all day or weird sci-fi movies all day, do it. And then, and, and that's just listen to what you want right now. And sometimes, and all of this is way easier said than done. Sure. So I yeah, hope you no. don't think that I'm being like, no, mm, here are the dude, literally I hijacked you feeling <laughs> like well, your day off into like why I'm depressed. No, it's a, that's, this is, what are you talking yeah, about? This is why this, we do this. You deserve to talk about your feelings. Fine. <laughs> You're right. You fucking so, always are. You son of a bitch. I know it hurts. Always <laughs> being so good and smart. But uh, sometimes, and this like this is the worst feeling. Is it really? You just have to be sad sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it just like I last week I was having a real rough time. I was like PMSing, PMSing, and I was just like I'm I can't do anything Either. right now. I just have to. And I went home on Tuesday and just like laid down and I didn't like watch anything or read anything. I was just like I have to like just feel this out, mm. like feel it and write it out. So feeling bad is part of what we're able to feel as humans. I guess it just scares me when it lasts longer than, like, a couple days. Like, you know, when it's just PMS sadness or when it's, like, work stress or, like, you go through a friend fight or something. Like, I can understand when it's, like, something on your brain. But when it feels Mm -hmm. like it's out of nowhere and for no reason and it lasts a couple days, that's when it scares me because that's, like, reminds me of the time when I was, like, the worst depressed. Months in bed. Months in bed. Yeah. And so I just – I get – I get really scared, and then I get defensive, and then I get hard on myself for being like, don't you ever dare go back there. That's... Like, it's a choice. <laughs> that's the disorder talking. Mm, that's shit. 100% the disorder talking, because I'll, I'll do that, too. It'll just be like, oh, I'd like to do that, and then the next thing, it's like, um... So, let's say, like, oh, tomorrow I could I could go, like, down to the beach and ride a bike. Mm-hmm. What a great... Like, in my head, what a great opportunity to have to be like, oh, I could just... I'm feeling blue. I'm going to go do something pleasurable for me. <laughs> so if I get sad or if I'm just like, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that and I'm I'm wasting my youth and yeah. not doing this or whatever. Yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, well, I don't deserve to go. And then because you don't have that time to like play or to enjoy or to sort of refresh yourself, mm. you cannot do the thing that you think mm. you should be doing because mm. you're empty. Yeah. You like don't have money. Yeah. You need like that a little bit of self-reflection and just being a kid, like a little yeah. kid just playing. Uh, and something, something you said too, like <clears throat> feeling like you waste your youth because we see shit on like Instagram and we see fucking YouTube celebrities living this like crazy life where everyone's a millionaire everyone's like gorgeous looking and if they're not they have like the personality to carry it and we feel like (laughs) why don't we have that why aren't I them and I think something you said is like and I'm 27 so I what I know is irrelevant but I believe truly in what I've seen especially in this industry and I mean this could this could be be applicable to across the country especially I think in the U.S. is like I don't think you really are happy and know your shit until you hit 30. Mm-hmm. Not trying to give it like an age limit, but yeah. the 30-year-olds that I know who have like kind of done their time mm-hmm. of like figuring it out and like not getting lucky, but like truly living mm-hmm. are happiest past their 20s. Well, <clears throat> yeah, but they, the, I think that that comes from like, this is the work area. Mm, 27 to struggle. 30 is like the, you're still like, we're still young, so nobody who's older than us is going to be like, oh, yeah, poor you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then people younger are sort of like, I'm going to be different when I'm older. I'm going to have it figured out. And it's like, mm, <laughs> see you on the other side, buddy. God, every year <clears throat> in my 20s has been a fucking shift. Like, a big yeah. monumental shift yeah. in either my, like, 
personality or my hormones or my friends group or something. I think it's, and that's what was crazy is that it was the same thing when my therapist was like, what do you do for joy or, or like for just pleasure, just for fun? And I was like, nothing. And then I don't know like the correct vocabulary that we used, but I, it sort of just came to me that like, oh, it really, you know how you would say like, I just want to shake you and make yeah. you feel better. I understood, like I heard people saying that. When people say stuff like a very general phase, phase but phrase, <laughs> but like figure it out, mm-hmm. it's general unless you're on the other side of it. Because I didn't realize that I was like, I started laughing in therapy because I was like, oh, I'm my own worst enemy. Mm. And then I started singing that pink song. <laughs> she just, she needs to go somewhere. I, no, I love pink. What I are you talking about? Pink. I don't know. She just. She's been doing the same... It feels like she's had the same song out for 15 years. And she's been relevant. Personal opinion. Maybe not popular. <sighs> Anywho, uh, but then it's just that idea of like, oh, I, I... There was like a comfort in being like, you did this and this is why I'm like this and this is... And you're why I'm like this and you're why I'm like this. And then I think that you have to go through that and feel all that and be sad about it so you could acknowledge everything. And then you have to kind of, when you're ready, get to a point where you're like, oh... So because that person maybe said something to me in my youth or did something to me or whatever, and so now I see things in a certain way, mm-hmm. identifying the problem only gets you so far, and then you have to be like, oh, okay, you change now. Yeah. You change your perspective. It's literally just your perspective. Yeah. So, like, no one, if you were to say, like, oh, I edited from home today, mm-hmm. or, like, I went home and, like, took a nap and then edited, mm-hmm. or even I just went home and then I edited tomorrow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. whatever. You just did what you had to do, took a bath. People would be like, baths are so nice and fun. Took a bath. It's just a funny introduction. Took a bath. Took a bath. <laughs> I've just been really craving a bath, but uh, I don't have a bathtub. Yeah. I just have a shower. But if you went and did that, nobody on the outside is going to be like, you don't deserve where you are. You oh, don't deserve where God. you are. You just took a bath. Because you know what? That's dangerous. Cars mm. need oil changes. Cars need... My car specifically needs new transmission fluid, but it's fluid. Fluid. God damn it! I'm falling apart. No, you're actually. You have to get too much insight. You get. You have to reboot all of this stuff. You have to charge your computer. Like no one says that's not a good computer or a good phone because you have to charge it. God damn it, Kate! Why are you so fucking smart? I really don't know because it's also like, why am I so sad if I'm so smart? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think it's like you said, it's way easier said than done, and I think it's easier to also filter it through. You know, it's a mirror, right? Like you see yourself, and and you're saying what you would say to your friend because I am your friend, but. It's also, you kind of wish you could hear it too or say it to yourself. We should go to friggin' Palm Springs or something. What? How did that end up as what we should do? I've been trying to go to Palm Springs for a real time. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, take some time and just be like, what is it? Because I'm doing the same thing. It's really hard because I'm so used to being like, is this right? Am I right doing this? Mm-hmm. Is this right or wrong? Or is this, like, this person does this and so that's what I should do mm-hmm. when in reality... Ooh, you comparing could just, yourself to other people and yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, I think you could just take it. It's hard, but I do think that there is a way to learn how to just take a breath and be yeah. like, what is my honest reaction? And that's been weird. Like, I think, I mean, we've talked about this, but the end goal used to be, I think for both of us, like, happy. You have to be happy. You yeah. want to be happy. And, like, yeah. realizing that that's not, what if, who said that that's the end goal? Like, yeah. who said that that's what we have to strive to be all the time? Because it's just n- denying yourself the ability to feel 
anything else to recognize what true happiness is. It's so dangerous to compare yourself to others because then you go like... You'll never be that person. You'll never be happy enough and you'll never have what they have. You'll never be them. You'll never have their life. And, and you're, you're also not looking at them correctly. And you're also not looking at yourself <clears throat> correctly. Like yeah. missing so many great things about yourself. Because I'm sure there are people who you look up to are thinking the same thing about other people, right? And then you would just never assume that they feel... But that's like... It's very human. Yeah. You're not alone in doing yeah. that. It's like the one of the most common things that yeah. people do. It's scary to realize that like <clears throat> what you think, what success looks like your whole life changes. So like career-wise, I was so I was like yeah. I'm not this or don't have this by the time I'm this age like it was always career career but career. But you didn't know what the fuck you were talking about then. Yeah, and it's scary cuz yeah. it's like whoa. Maybe my whole life plan, everything I've always said since I was fucking what I could think about the future has always been, like, career. Mm -hmm. And then to now be like, oh, like, friends matter. Like, love is important. And, like, family is the number one thing. And, like, traveling. And that's really scary because then it makes me feel like, well, now I'm just lazy. Why? Because I'm (laughs) (laughs) not putting all my fucking eggs in my career basket anymore. Instead, I'm like, one for friends, one for having a fun time, one for traveling, one for taking days off. Instead of, like, my whole life, all I wanted to do was work. Why? Because that's what I was taught. Okay, and then what about, like, what did you think would happen when, what is the goal? What is, like, what is the ultimate goal? I I like to be a millionaire... But then once you're a millionaire, you might want to be a billionaire. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're going to have all this money and stuff, and then you're going to die. And, and you're going to no be like, people. It's a classic tale of, like, money yeah. doesn't buy happiness, but it sure does buy... A lot of stuff that make you happy travel. for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and pills and stuff. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> I definitely... Because I struggle with that, too, because I sort of have this thing in the back of my head where I'm like, well, if you start to figure out how to be happy right now then that's the first step into settling for less than what you wanted in your career yeah. or settling for less than what you wanted but that is again i just feel like when you when you're when you have this like toxic voice inside mm-hmm. of you it's almost like an abusive relationship with yourself and everything that you've Oof. been taught that the, your pure self and your true self is trying to be like no i yeah. no and you know when it's right and but yeah. then you have it's like oh you again and yeah. you sort of like lean, you're like, all right, fine, here I am. I guess I'm just this shitty. And so, and that happens to everyone. Yeah. You like fall in and out of the, you know, those moments with that voice. But I do think that part of this age is getting better at recognizing which voice is the good voice to, Ooh. to really listen to. Because I thought that too. Like my therapist said, she was like, until you learn how to be more compassionate with yourself, mm-hmm. until you learn how to do all this stuff for yourself, you're never gonna have a good relationship mm-hmm. because you you won't be able to let someone in and tell them what you want, and it'll be it'll just be a bad relationship. And in my head, I was like, fuck you. You don't know what you're fucking talking. And I said that to her. I didn't say it like at, like mean. I was like, yeah. this is how strong that voice is. Yeah. Because it's the it's the one thing that's always been constant. Yeah, because right? it's, so, it's ingrained in you from – it's unlearning years yeah. whether you realize it or not. It's like Stockholm Syndrome for your own meanness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your yeah. own, like, insecurities because you've had happiness before – and then it left. So you're like, well, I feel stupid now instead of just, oh, I feel sad now. I think it's really important that if you don't like, and not a lot of people do this, but I think it's something that you have to like relearn when you're older is to like stop and be like, how do you feel right now? Okay. Why do you feel that way? Okay. Maybe we need to sit in this feeling for a second. Mm. Let's just sit there. Let's reach out to a friend and be like, I'm feeling this way. And maybe not be like, 
here, I'm going to cheer you up. It's like, okay, let's let's do this together. Let yeah. me sit in this with you. That's and okay. not like shove it down way deep inside of me and drink it away because I'm Irish? Exactly. Oh. And, <laughs> I mean, if you want to do that, fine. But, yeah, I think that that's like... Another thing is to just to reach out for people and be like, because that's so fucking hard. Yeah, to be for like, help. hey, um, I'm sad and I'm not entirely sure why, but I would love some company if you're around. And if that person has yeah. the bandwidth to do it, great. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, I feel like that's the hardest part about it. It's not like if someone was like, oh, I'm so busy, but like, what else? <laughs> Ghost. You know what else I just realized? This whole time, it has been a perfect outline of my <laughs> fucking tits on the camera. <laughs> I'm sorry, children of the internet. That is... Uh, Human violence. <clears throat> terrible. Ask for help. Uh, ask your friends for help. Should we wrap up what yeah. we were talking about? Maybe, like, an intention is to, like, try every day to, like, wake up and be like, what do I want right now? What would make me feel good right now? Or how do I feel right now? What if it's hit the snooze button and go back to sleep? Do it. Face the consequences, but do it. But also, you've been in every every situation you've ever been in, you've lived through. Ooh, that's a good quote. You've lived through your worst moments and you're still here. Yeah, because, like, if you... Okay, say you hit the snooze button and then say you're even late to a meeting and you show up and you're like, oh, God, dang it, I'm so sorry. Maybe there'll be matters. Like, it also doesn't matter. Like, you can't control how other people will react. Yeah. You could only paint inside the lines so, so much. At some point, you just have to... I used to be... I remember I used to just be wild about things where I would just be like eh fuck it I'm not gonna go I'll make something up I don't care yeah but now oh, I yeah. feel like happiness isn't really my end goal I feel like now it my my goal is to try to be what <laughs> just I'm gonna tell a story <laughs> oh, okay it's more like just honest just to be honest and loving um when you said the wild things you would make up I did something so bad in college what do you do I went to Auburn University and I was in one of those history classes where there's, like, a hundred people, oh, and yeah. they, they're, they like, the way they take um, attendance is by your seat. So, literally, like, there's a TA that sits to the side, and their only job is to go through and mark who's there and not there based on, like, what, when you're, if you're in your seat or not. Yeah. So, like, people did crazy shit. Like, they would send their friend in. They would try and, like, go sit in their seat and then go sit in someone else's seat. They would put... <laughs> Uh, a jacket so it looked like someone was sitting there so many things but they would they were so strict about your attendance yeah and if you miss like three classes you have to like take the class over again Just saying i'm paying for the education if i pay for yeah. a lesser education then yeah let me have it so what i did was i faked my grandma's death <laughs> and he was like i need proof of the death oh my god so that's I- fucked up <laughs> I printed up. You wrote out an obituary. <laughs> no, I I photoshopped a like program. <laughs> okay, so much terrible is happening in that story. A Kelsey, what the fuck? It was like is this... your grandma alive? She did die eventually, but all grandmas die. Every well, yeah, everyone. Die. I know. Dude, I told you it was bad. I just, I like, I was out of reasons to be excused from that class. And I thought, well, the only thing that you can 100% be excused from is a death in the family. And the only proof he needs is proof of death. So I just. But that is in itself, like, I'm more mad. Like, it's horrible what you did. (laughs) So truly horrible. But I'm more mad that they were like, we need proof. Yeah. Why would you do that to somebody? Because people like me are fucking assholes and fake their grandma's death. Right, but that, that for the people who actually had a death in the family, then it's oh. like, 
what if I went home? Like, what if you lived a few hours from home and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, do you want my parents who are dealing with the loss of oh, their parent yeah. to send a fucking Note. program? Let me write this guy a letter. <laughs> I want to say his name was like Mr. Lawrence. We don't have to. I don't know about. if he's still teaching at Auburn <laughs> University, but hey, I dropped out of that college anyway. <laughs> who cares? I used to miss a lot of class, a yeah. lot of school, and then I would just go in because I went to school for theater, so like I shouldn't have even gone to college. But I went in and I was like, I would go into classes and just be like, I need to talk to you. Um, I missed. Okay, okay, sorry. I'm just really embarrassed. And I would just talk about how I was depressed and why I had to miss the wow, classes. Wow, good acting skills. Yeah, and I'd start crying and I'd be like, and I just don't want you to think it's because I don't respect you or respect the class because wow. I really do. Wow. I just, yeah, oh. <clears throat> that's shittier. That's emotional No, it's not. But the, so was I in a, in a way, yeah. you know. But, you know, maybe that school didn't, that, did, that school did pay off because that was some great acting. Oh, my God. Thank you. They didn't um, cast me in anything because I didn't lose weight. <laughs> What? No, that's not true. But oh, they okay. did. They were. Sounds that like was like a talking. That was a thing that people said a lot. It was like a that was it, no teacher out, outrightly said that, but there definitely was like a bias towards people who were thinner for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe you just sucked. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I had someone say that to me once. Yeah. And they, I was like, I don't know why I didn't get picked for this part. Like, yeah, my voice is so much better than hers. Da, da, da. And it was like, maybe you think your voice is better than hers, but like hers is actually pretty classical yeah. and perfect for this part. And I was like, fuck, maybe I'm just bad at singing. And then I quit singing. Yeah. Uh, now I saw other people act and they were trash. You're really good. We're great. We're both great actors. You guys should watch our stuff. Adult shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's answer a fan quest. Okay, okay. This one I thought was Good interesting. Lord. I know it's a little long. It's a little long, but stick with us because I'm interested in knowing what you think. Okay. Hi, Kelsey. Love the podcast. Never fail to catch you every week. You and Kate are boss ass bitches. Thanks. Let's get to the question. And I feel like I need advice from some boss ass bitches. So. I have a fuck buddy and turns out some feelings have been exchanged. This is odd for me because I don't consider myself very emotional, but I do know it is out of fear of being hurt. Some, what should we call him? I don't want to call him his real name. Blade. (laughs) Blade is in the Navy and lives in another state. Warning flag, I know, but we visit each other constantly. I met Blade 10 years ago in high school because him and this girl, Kyla, were my best friends. They dated for a year after high school and broke up because he cheated on her. Mm. So safe to say he Wait, was- I wasn't listening. They were her best friends. Okay, okay so it. yeah, she was best friends with these two. So safe to say he wasn't part of the friend trio anymore. We did the best friend thing. Uh, we talked shit about him any chance we could. Anyway, he joined the Navy and was deployed in Japan. We haven't spoken in seven years, but I did miss him a lot because he was like my brother. Then... This past October, he hit me up saying that he was being transferred to the States. He was going to spend a month home before he moved. Wanted to see me and catch up. I felt that there was no reason to stay mad at him. High school was years ago, and I figured, why not? He came to visit me in my new city because I moved a few hours from hometown, and it was great. We talked crap out, and it was amazing. Then he would keep visiting me, and one night we hooked up. It wasn't weird. It just felt right, and we kept being friends afterwards. He moved to his new base, but then he visits on weekends, and I visit when I'm not broke as fuck because of law school. When we aren't with each other, we sex, but then we'll we'll go back to talking about our our sports or something the next day. So we have this friends with benefits relationship, but I haven't mentioned anything to Kyla. We are so close, and I never kept anything from her or lied to her. That's my problem. I feel so guilty and like a horrible person. She's in a wonderful relationship with a guy. They live together, and he plans on proposing to her this year. She's completely overblade, but says 
it was just a high school thing. But when I try to bring him up in a, hey, look who I talked to way, she always says something negative. He's changed a lot since high school, obviously, and he's shown me that he really cares about me. I've never had a boyfriend before because the whole unemotionally available thing and because of low self-esteem. But I feel comfortable with him and great with him then I feel wallowed in guilt I just don't know how to tell Kyla this and should I wait and if I should wait until things get more serious sorry this is so long I tried to condense as much as possible so long story short this girl is now fucking slash maybe getting into a relationship with her best friend's ex-boyfriend from high school who <clears throat> cheated on her mm-hmm. wow yeah and it's been seven years since high school, so. Ten years since Ten high years. school. Seven Ten years, years since she talked to him. Yeah. Whew. My initial thought, I'm just going off gut reaction. If someone that I am best friends with was keeping something like that from me, and then it turned out to be someone that I had or still have or whatever opinions and feelings about, I think I would be pretty pissed. I think the sooner you tell her, the better, because the longer you wait, the more it's going to hurt hurt i think yeah yeah i think that there's also like when you mentioned having low self-esteem and that's why you had emotionally unavailable and all stuff other things like that that i could totally relate to and i think that sometimes there's a part of you that because you didn't experience it when everyone else was experiencing it there's a little i'm not saying it is with you but i've experienced this like a little bit of a bitter part to me Mm. where i'm like well, I never had anyone, so so obviously I'm going to just have. The, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with this. this. Like God, I never, I never fucking get anything, and I get it. Mm. But I also think that that's your best friend, man. You yeah. got it. And and if you guys love each other really like that, yeah. she might feel weird about it, and like you can't control the way she feels about mm-hmm. it. But also. I mean, if she's, like, engaged and stuff like that. That's what I was going to say. That's a bit, I feel like, a big part of it. If she was, like, single, too, and you guys, you know, talk about dating, and and it's very so much, it's still very much a big part of, like, your day-to-day life of, like, trying to find dick or whatever. Right. But if she's really happy and she's really okay with her life now, which it sounds like she is, then I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal as as it would be if she was single and and unhappy yeah and you also just you you have to take the situation as it is she dated him she has every right to be upset she has more of a right to be upset now because you didn't tell her Mm -hmm. and you've been visiting him and hooking up with him and lying to her i think that's going to be i think that's going to be what she sort of says is the most upsetting thing because that is probably the most upsetting thing but there is also like a feeling of there are people who like I mean, just many of people who rejected me years and years ago, and I never even had a thing with them that I'd be pissed if I found out that someone, like one of my friends is dating. Yeah. You're, she's also allowed to get mad at it. So I think maybe don't look for a perfect situation. Mm-hmm. Like, don't there there might be a way where, like, nothing works out really the way you want it to. And, yeah, I definitely think people could change. People could stop cheating or, you know, whatever. That's the other thing is, like, if you got cheated on in your formative years, like, that will shape you as a fucking person. Yeah. And sure, like, looking back on it now, I look at the dudes who made mistakes or, like, were douchebags or whatever, and I'm like, that's because they were kids. Right. But it didn't happen to me. So, like, if I were her and maybe that, like, that having someone cheat on me at that age pro- could mean a, a lot to her. Mm-hmm. And if she, if if it, it does and it affected her in a way that, like, she can't look past the fact that he's a changed person, then maybe I would say, like, you have to 
decide what's more important to you, like your best friends, ha- like you know what I mean. What do you see? What I'm saying? Yes, yes, and I think that there is also you might be able to see that he's changed and he's a different person, but she might not, and like I think she kind of has the right to feel that because it happened to her. Also, I ju- I really don't want to be mean here, and I hope that this doesn't come off as mean, but. If it were me, if I were the girl who got cheated on, and then I found out that my friend was, like, talking to this guy, I would be like, well, how long have you guys had this connection? Ooh, shit. Did you like him back when I was dating him? Ooh. Did you talk to him more when we were broken up? Like, how long have you been talking? Because I'm assuming you don't, you didn't tell her that you would, the extent of what you guys would talk about, uh, you know, because yeah. this didn't just happen sort of, like, out of nowhere. So I would be a little, like, wary if I were her about that you know what I mean and I think that you kind of maybe maybe take a step back and I know that everything's different like what where did she say she was from uh I forget well the south <laughs> so, something like Somewhere that right naval bases so I know that in like a smaller town or whatever it's like hard to meet new people and so the idea of like there's so many fish in the sea it's like uh no there's not there's fucking 500 people in my yeah. town you know what yeah. I mean so I totally understand being like, and I already know this person, and for someone who has a hard time getting into relationships or, like, is is nervous and, like, emotionally unavailable, being with someone that you've met before and who you've, like, you've gotten to know from a safe distance, I totally understand that appeal. It's just a very complicated situation now because your friend, I mean, there had to have been, like, feelings or something like that, um a while ago right like there kind of had to be and two like just and this is going to be a a shitty thing that just whatever i'm just going to say it like there could also be some un sort of some like subconscious idea that like you have him now and not her because maybe i think sometimes we do that as girls like i remember in high school when a a popular guy would like my friend and then like nothing happened with them and then i'd be like well let me see if i can get it because then like i'm yeah. Better? I think that there is a weird... <laughs> there's, like, a weird... And this isn't, like, across the... This really isn't across the board. I'm assuming we're around the same age, though, because the timeline feels mm-hmm. like it matches up. But, whoo, it just... it Right now, what you're saying, it just doesn't sound like that person's your real friend. I'm sorry. The guy or the girl? The girl. Oh. Like, it really, it kind of, like, really, really feels like you're in a position where you're just putting yourself first, and that's not really a, that's a high school friendship. That's like a, that's a, I'm going to be friends with you, but I'm still a little bit jealous of the stuff you have. And if it's not, and she, you know, it doesn't matter, like, you could tell her, and she could be like, I don't give a shit. That was yeah. 10 years ago. Right. Like, it doesn't matter at all. Like, you, you got to kind of be prepared for what's what she's gonna say and I think it sounds like the way you speak about her it that should matter the most is her reaction yeah and if it's not then maybe you look at the friendship and go like what does this matter to me more than the guy I mean how long have you been talking to this guy couple months couple months and so for a couple months you've been lying to your friend and also, he's in the Navy. He's going to get deployed. So you could just keep fucking him and not say anything and then just wait until he goes away. Kelsey! That's the unpopular <laughs> advice to give to someone. And communication is so key. Like yeah. I said, like, you could talk to her and she could not give one single fucking shit. 
Yeah. Communication. You, you know, you said you've tried to bring it up and she's always had negative things to say, but I would feel the same way about talking shit about a dude that from my past, but like if I really were to get into mm-hmm. it. And I think too, like if your friend's your friend, like she might be concerned about you being like, oh, are you sure? Like, you know, yeah. are you sure you're sure about this? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of, I, I don't mean to be so judgmental about it, but I do have like, I don't know, this could be a very outdated way of looking at things, but like, I mean, maybe you guys have a genuine connection. Maybe you guys are like, really getting along and like you guys are supposed to be together even like for right now you know you know if that's the case then talk to her about it and fight for it you know what I mean like stand by it do what you have to do it sounds like there's a lot of fear around it though Mm. uh and you even said like warning flag yeah about him being in a different state which means like you don't really trust but kind of feels like you're going down the you're setting yourself up for a lot of heartache it kind of feels like and I don't know him so I don't know how he thinks but I can't imagine someone would be like, oh, I'm going to date my ex's best friend and have a whole bunch of respect for that person. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it worth it to, to like, what it might do to your friendship with your best friend? Like, is that, is that, does he talk to you about, like, is he, like, you got to tell her, you know yeah, what, what I mean? what does he like, think? Because I think that if... Not if, that it matters, but I do want to know what he thinks. But, but that is sort of telling of, like, the relationship that you're fighting for that you could risk a friendship for, you know what I mean? Like, if it's a true thing, and, and he, then I think he would be like, you got to tell her. Like, I want you to tell her. I want to be able to... She means so much to you. I want, you know? Yeah. There are these conversations that should be happening. You don't have to be in this by yourself. It just sort of sounds like you got to you gotta start talking. Yeah, we, we kind of went 10 different ways with how this could have gone out and just wanted to get all of our opinions out there. But my, like, final thing my final piece of advice is you gotta be honest with your best friend yeah uh please write us back we want to know yeah i'd love to know or like even if because i you said you condensed the question a lot so maybe we do need more details yeah you know i don't want to like be judgmental but i also don't want to like coddle anyone's feelings when i think they're doing something kind of shitty but we all do stuff that's shitty i had a friend in high school who oh my god guys used to try to come through me to get to her so I'd get like I'd get home and I'd look (laughs) on my space so sad it would be like from this boy who I thought was really (laughs) really cute and he'd be like hey how you doing I'd be like oh it's on (laughs) it's happening so your friends I was like oh fuck and then I would be like a little people pleaser so I'd be like I'm gonna make it work for you guys and I'd set them up and then I would like when they would break up, I would be like, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. try to still be, like, close with the guy, which is a sad, sad person move. So, I know we've all, like, you know, we've all been there. It's not, like, you're not a you're not a bad person or whatever. It's just, it's a human thing yeah. that people I don't go think, through. Yeah, I don't think it, you should also make yourself feel bad about it because yeah. this is just life and it's already happened and it's already happening and you can't take anything back. So, don't, there's no point in feeling, making yourself feel bad. Yeah, more than... Whatever, whatever she's gonna do to you. <laughs> um, okay, we hope that helped. Fucking a, I don't know, man. It's, I kind of want to like, I want to call you. <laughs> I know, I want to like get you. Maybe we, we should could. get her on speakerphone. Yeah, okay, girl. If you hear this, and message you, us your number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to be next week's episode, we want to call you and figure this out. Yeah. Um, should we do our shout outs? Yeah. Okay. I want to give a shout out to Molly Bear. AP loves you. Unpouty KB. Unbreak my heart. <laughs> Can't use that. Uh, Meredith.power. Power or Power? May to the A. Kimmy 100, 593. What? 
and Jenny Boo underscore one. Guys, you can follow me at Kelsey Dare on all the things. You can follow me at Kate Peterman on Instagram and at K-A-Y-T-E-P-E-A. On fucking Twitter because somebody has at Kate Peterman on Got, Twitter. Buy it from them. I bought Kelsey Dara from someone on Instagram. I just paid for Pete's new tring. Okay. That was an expensive purchase. Guys, He's running me into the ground with my finances. Don't forget to tweet at Bonnaroo. Let him know you want to see us on their stage. Wait, do you have something else you said you wanted to tell me? I don't know. Maybe it's just that I missed you. I missed you, buddy. Love you. Love you too. Glad you're here. Is my this a friend. sad episode? Is this a sad I don't think so. I think it's I think we're probably gonna have to title it like self-care or something. Self-care and falling back into depression. Guys, we just came up with the title on the spot. That's how we work here at Adult Shit with the Wine, the podcast where we fuck up so, so you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. And we'll see you next week, babies. Yeah, yeah. Fucking bye. bye.